0: Hello, and welcome back to The Millennial and The Mom. I'm Maddie, The Millennial. I'm Katie, The Mom. Happy Sunday, Mom. You've had a busy few days. What
1: state are you in right now? We are currently in Boston, which I recognize as a city, not a state, in the state of Massachusetts. And we just did a little getaway within the trip, uh, within the road trip, because we were with your older sister and her lovely husband, Up in Maine for a little three day weekend, so that meant I crossed off New Hampshire and Maine, um, in addition to Massachusetts. And the most exciting thing is I will be down staying by you for the next week, starting tomorrow.
0: I know I'm so excited. We get to practice what it will be like when you move to Hoboken. (laughs) I can't wait. I want to look at my neighbor. Um, I know I'm so excited. I get to be for a whole eight days, but um, tonight or. this morning whatever day you know everyone's gonna listen to it on wednesday by everyone i mean our 20 20 listeners um i don't think 20 people listen to it on the day (laughs) it comes out but i love i I love your ambition i have the data i trust me who listens to it what day um tell me tell me more later yeah yeah we'll do a full report when you're here um But I know we're going to talk all about social media in this episode because it's our favorite thing to bash on in every other one. Um, But just like funny side note, because after we do this, I need to go to the grocery store. And I know last week we were talking all about meal prepping. And then last week, and I've decided I'm doing it this week too. Like I also decided like I'm not meal prepping. And so I bought lunch every day last week and I'm planning to buy lunch this week. And so
1: it's just... I don't well, know. maybe talk maybe talking about it made you realize that like, I mean, your time has a value too. So it's like you need to make that decision. Like, what's your the the value of your time and whether meal prepping? And we talked during the episode, it's okay to skip it sometimes. It's not like yeah, you know, no, I, I don't like, I'm not like saying this out of guilt.
0: Um, but last weekend we were out of town and then I didn't have a chance to go to the grocery store. And so I was like, oh, I'll just buy it. And then it's kind of fun to like switch it up, have someone else make your, yeah. make your food. Um. So yeah, I, I'm doing that again this week, but I think, you know, social media, we have a lot of thoughts. I know you have a lot of thoughts. Um. So we I do have get, a lot of thoughts. We can get right into it, but I guess like, let's go back to what was the first social media platform you had like because i kind of missed the like m- i was just kind of on the cusp of like people still using myspace i never had a myspace though but like did you got like did you and dad have no. MySpaces? no no we didn't or, have like, my we were- chat like
1: well yeah but that's not really social media that was but we didn't really do that listen a lot of that stuff was happening while I had like three young children. So I certainly wasn't like embracing that. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you guys were in early elementary is when more widespread email came out. Because I remember we got like our Gmail accounts back then.
0: Yeah, I remember making um, my I was I was just gonna say it. But then what if we blow up and everyone spams my Gmail account from 20 years ago? (laughs) I remember making Gmail accounts when we lived in Connecticut, I was probably like, in third grade maybe you were and I remember like it's just so funny like thinking about nowadays and like how much of our personal data is just like out there for everyone but I remember you and dad were like you can't even put your first name in your email address like it needs to be so ambiguous it was like like I like this was not my email but it was essentially like harry potter girl like one two three or whatever (laughs) at gmail.com and now like my name's everywhere like if you google my name, like a million things pop up. And we were so right. scared. We're like the email address is what's going to get us.
1: I know. Now I'm like, Oh, you need my social security for that, you know, online it, account. Here it is. <laughs> or it's like when it's like, like, our whole childhood, it was like, don't talk to strangers, never
0: get in a car with a stranger. And now I'm like, Oh, like, my Uber is coming. Like, I just called this stranger to come take
1: me to the airport at 5am. No, it, it's it's completely been flipped. But I think So Definitely. We didn't do my space. I mean, honestly, the first one I really had an account and engaged with was Facebook. That was, you know, my Same. introduction to it. And, you know, I think it's probably cringeworthy. You probably can go back on my Facebook and I can see what my first couple of posts were, but it was back early, early Facebook. And yeah. then you guys had Facebook there. Was- I remember
0: I had, I actually vividly remember when I got my Facebook because Abby was in sixth grade So this was like 2006, probably. And I was like, that's, I was, or maybe she was in seventh grade. I remember I was in fifth grade and I was like, that's so unfair that Abby gets Facebook and I don't get Facebook. And then you, like, we had this whole like battle and then you were like, you you can make a Facebook, but you have to friend me. And I was like, that's fine. Like, I'll be your Facebook friend. Like, just let me have Facebook. And I mean, it was like nothing like it is today. no. But like, I remember like, when I was in like, I guess it was like fifth grade and definitely middle school. It was like before Twitter was like a thing. So it was like, you would make statuses all the time. Like it was, it was so cringy to think about now. And It'd then like, so and so is eating a sandwich. And it's like, yes. I mean, it, that was a status. I no, don't... because it would prompt you'd be like, Maddie is and then you would say like, rolling on the floor laughing, Haha, or, like whatever. And then like, I remember like, whenever you would have or like I would have friends over. I'd go somewhere like you would take those like cringy um eye photo like on the on the Mac like where you could do like
1: what was that like where you I remember photo booth. Just had, photo booth. Yep, yeah, we had the one computer that sat in the dining room. Yeah. There weren't. I mean, again, God, this is like how long ago this was, but it wasn't. And you would like, all like all... sit there and you take a million yeah. photos and then you'd upload them and it'd be like it'd be like
0: monday maddie's house or whatever <laughs> like yeah. now like the people on tiktok or like the people like who are like in middle school now i'm like we were such losers
1: <laughs> no girls who you are, like, weren't on
0: touring and like doing those dances i'm like we got we had nothing on them
1: well, I mean, we're going to get into that because I do think it's a bit of a problem, but it was, it was much more innocent, of course, but we also, there was also that whole phase, do you remember this, of people checking in? That was a, that doesn't happen anymore, does it? It's like, it'd be like, would-
0: I'm at Target.
1: Yeah. we like, get yeah. out to dinner and you tagged the restaurant,
0: but I guess it's kind of what we do now and, and we can like, we'll get into it more, but I feel like, you know, Facebook was initially like, or at least how I would use it was like. You were writing on people's walls. You were posting your statuses. Like it was very text oriented. And then it kind of turned more into photos. And it was like your profile picture, your cover photo, uploading photos. And that's kind of like Instagram became a thing. And now I feel like you can't, I know, I don't use Twitter. I know Drew does, or now it's X or whatever it is called now. Who Um, can keep up? But it's like nowadays people check in. Like when I go out to dinner, and I'm like, oh, I want people to know I'm at dinner. Like I just post a photo to like my Instagram story of like the restaurant and I tagged the restaurant. And yet, it's like essentially the same thing as checking in. It just has to I have guess, a photo or a video. Now.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, the other thing too is it's like you bring up an interesting uh, point because when Facebook was new and we were all first on it, we did not have the ready access to the photos like we do now because most of the, the phones were just starting to get, Photos on them, right? Yeah, I, mean, I had my
0: my razor phone, but I was absolutely terrified to ever open the like <laughs> globe internet button. Like, I thought the world would explode. Like, if I sent
1: more than a text message with like five characters, I was. Oh my I, god, I remember. I remember dad and I. Your dad and I were like, don't ever go on the internet on this. Phone. I know, and I was like, like so
0: expensive. Um, and then like, I think you at that point when I got my first phone, I think you were still paying like per character or something like you had a certain number of characters a month or something for the text like it was not like unlimited texting um which was just like so funny um but I feel like I am part of the generation which is why I still like I'm a zillennial I'm technically a millennial I'm 1996 but I do feel like I am like the year or two where like things changed like really quickly I feel like like 95 to like 96 is like people who remember before social media right and i had a flip phone we never were supposed to use the internet like we i guess like we had a laptop like but like i would use your work computer or something if i needed to do something on the computer but it was not like ipads weren't a thing no it wasn't invented yet um and so i think it's like i my experience is still pretty different, even than like people I know who are like '99 or like the kids who are like 2000. Like it's only a couple years, but it's like it's it's just like completely different their kind of experience growing up with technology than mine. I think, and this is well, also like we a lot of things. Like I got an iPhone in sixth grade. Some of that's also like we are living in Palo Alto, California. Like we right. had all of the you know people adopting this technology really quickly and if you talk to someone like i went to school in alabama like people who grew up in areas that looked completely different than silicon valley like adopted those things much later than we did but i think some of our it felt like everything changed really quickly but i think that's also part of the fact of like we were living kind of in the thick of it
1: right and i think you are that you know period of time where social media was maturing you you were maturing and social media was maturing yes. at the same time which i i will say as a parent i'm extremely grateful that you guys aren't any younger than you were because it's not certainly social media was concerning i mean here we are talking about like all these things we were trying to navigate it was the wild west right um in terms of privacy in terms of putting yourself mm-hmm. out there and all of that but it was fairly innocent. It wasn't well-developed. It wasn't widespread use. So we kind of had a little bit of leeway in our learning curve with it and you maturing along with it. So, you know, we certainly could set, if I said, oh, you can't use, you know, Facebook or you can't text or something. Well, first of all, not all your friends even had Facebook, nor did they have text. So it wasn't like I was denying you something that every other person had. And I know that's much more of a struggle now because it's so pervasive. It's so different. Right. Um, And we'll, we'll Mm -hmm. get into talking a little bit about that. And certainly as an educator, I have seen a lot of that, but I am grateful that you, you know, it wasn't as prevalent as it is now when you guys were teenagers, because I, th- I think it's really problematic. Um, that being said, I, you know, it was new for me too. I mean, I was in my thirties or, you know, whatever, when Facebook came out, thirties or, or early forties. And I am still at my age, ripe old age, beginning with a five. Um, you know, I'm still trying to figure out how to Mm -hmm. adequately interact with social media in this new world. I mean, and, you know, here we are on a podcast, that's, you know, probably some sort of form of social media as well. But I think that it's, there's no real handbook, I didn't have a childhood or a young adulthood. I also am grateful that I did not have to deal with you all being young kids, like, you know, having, you know, babies and feeling the pressure to post that experience on social media as a mother, like like you posting photos of us. Like, yes. Yeah. I mean, when you guys were babies, I had to like, you know, take the film to the the Photoshop to be developed and then discover I had like one good picture out of 10 rolls of film. And then I would like get copies and send it to people. So, you know, obviously saving those memories is a little bit more difficult, but there wasn't that pressure. It's like, I follow this blogger who I won't name, but she had a baby two days ago. He's already back on Instagram stories, blogging, whatever, whatever you call yeah. it when you go on Instagram stories well, about the baby and stuff. And I'm like, I could not imagine the pressure of having, to, like, I saw my picture taken, let alone have to get on there and talk about like, you know, how I'm treating my skin now that I gave birth 48 hours ago.
0: Yeah, I think it's, uh, there's a lot of so- things about social media that I don't like. And, but I do think there is, and and I was not someone who necessarily like read a lot of blogs like 10 years ago when that was more of a thing. Like I followed bloggers more so when Instagram came about and I would like see their photos. But I, I know like Abby, like my sister, like she still reads a lot of blogs and like I will if I'm searching for something like if I'm doing like a DIY I'll read a blog post about it or you know something you know someone's profile like I'll click the like read more here about like their you know why they're moving or
1: like whatever
0: the influencers are posting about um but I think social media has in a lot of ways brought people closer together or like you know in terms of like things i think there is less shame about a lot of stuff absolutely like especially just because you saying that about like being like that woman who just gave birth like i i feel like i'm now being targeted towards like things to do with kids on instagram like they they must have realized like i got married last year and then they're like hey and next up like this girl's gonna have kids because it's like all of my for you is like people who are like announcing they're pregnant um but i think it's like there's a lot of those people who will come out and say like you know, like, I'm so glad I have this community, like after like I yes. had a miscarriage or after like all of those things that you used to, like, unless you were telling people face-to-face, like you did not necessarily have an outlet to share and like kind of have a community about. So I do think like there are some benefits to it. Um, oh, I do,
1: I do too. And I think that's really important to point out. I think there's really two main benefits to social media. I think number one, I have been able to share major moments. I'm not a big poster on Instagram. Like I post major stuff. Like I posted a picture when you got married or when somebody Mm -hmm. graduates, or I don't, I I don't really, you know, post everything going along. We will get into that and talk a little bit about things I haven't posted this summer, but I do post major things. And I think from a family and friend perspective, I I like that I can share those things with those people without, I don't know, writing a letter and putting a picture in the mail or something. So yes, I think that's very positive. And at the same time, I like seeing stuff from family. And I think the second positive is what you're alluding to. I mean, it has really brought disenfranchised groups together or groups that felt isolated, people that felt isolated. They can find other people to relate to and they can see how, you know, it's normalized so many things that were already happening. We just weren't talking about them before around mental health, body image. I mean, I have a very personal, you know, experience because I've had type one diabetes for 40 years. I mean, those first 35 years, we didn't talk about it. You dealt with it by yourself. You didn't know anybody else who had it. And now I have all these connections. I follow all these accounts, there's a huge community. And I think, I mean, it's nice for me, but it's, I also think it's really nice for people who are just being diagnosed with type one and families Mm -hmm. and stuff. We didn't have any of that. So that's an absolute positive. It's not all negative. And I, I agree with you on that. I will say the thing you said about
0: family and friends, I like agree to that to a point, but I do think because I got my social media so young you do kind of I feel like every couple years like I do kind of have to do like not like clean out sounds like kind of like aggressive but it's like you follow all of these people at a very specific point in your life and it's like okay I'm now like I'm trying to think I'm now like nine years out from my freshman year of college like do I need to be following all of these people I met like during orientation that like I never actually became friends with or like people in my sorority who were like four years older than me that I barely knew and then they graduated like that you all follow because it's like bid day and you're supposed to follow everyone in the sorority like all this stuff where it's like I feel like I'm having or um, I'm paying attention to people I would never have kept up with in you know real life right that's not that's not like I'm saying like friends or people you actually knew but it's like And then it's also like high school, middle school, like all these people who like our paths have been so separated for so long. And it's not necessarily like, oh, that was my best friend in middle school or, you know, like my good friend from elementary school and we moved away, like we've still kept in touch, like not those people, but it's all of the other people. Like your digital connection kind of like goes on so much longer than it would in real life, which I do feel like sometimes like is kind of odd, like I'll be scrolling through Instagram like which is really the main kind of social media I use now like I still have Facebook and I think Facebook is good for like like I'm in a Hoboken Facebook group where like people can post about like right things like we're like a very like local community (laughs) like it's not that big of a town and so like it's kind of nice to like you know be like people will post like who's like a good contractor or like just like random stuff like that so like I think Facebook is good for groups I do not I do too post on it I don't like other people's things on Facebook I don't really check it like unless I'm trying to sell something on Facebook marketplace or I'm specifically going to that group to look for something I'm really not on Facebook um but I use Instagram like every day and so I'll be scrolling it and I'm like it'll be like someone you know I distantly knew in college will like post that like they got engaged and I'm kind of like why why do I follow this person although post like some like really important update. I'm like, I feel kind of weird reading this because we're not close. Like we followed each other like on a whim, like one night. And now like I'm getting all of these like personal life updates from you. So I think it does kind of like, there's a fine line. Like I think I'm getting to the point with my social media usage where like, I just did this a couple of weeks ago where I went through and I like, removed a bunch of followers where i'm like i actually cannot think of the last time like we spoke in real life like not so much like we've grown apart like that's totally fine like i don't not like i want to like check in with those people and like right. all that but like i don't even remember a time where we were even friends like right. why are you why am i letting you see all of these like personal updates that i post like not that i post on instagram that often but it's like why are you seeing my wedding photos like why are you seeing when i'm out to dinner like it just doesn't right. matter um, okay, wait. So
1: let me ask a question about that, because this is some a question I legitimately have. So if you are going to edit your social media account, right, you're going to edit, I mean, you can edit who you follow. So I can unfollow people. And I primarily use Instagram um, as well. I mean, I have Facebook, but I know I had this happen recently that I wanted to not see posts from a particular person anymore. It was just something was going on with this person. I'm like, I, I can't do it. There was a lot of selling of stuff on there. And I'm like, I I don't, I just can't do this anymore. Someone who I'm, you know, quote unquote friends with or friendly with. So do you, you cannot follow that account on Instagram. And I think you hide them on Facebook. But what if I'm really like, you know what? I need to not, I don't want this person to also follow me. My stuff is private, right? So Mm -hmm. do you actually have to block them or unfriend them? And then do they know that, right? That's the big thing is, do they know you've done that? All I know is for Instagram
0: when I was doing it. And like, I really was not like, you know doing it to anyone that I would like I don't even have like the people I was doing it to I like don't even have their phone numbers like we were yeah never no I I, I agree yes so I really wouldn't if it had come up that like they got an, a notification that like Maddie like removed you as a follower like it would have been no skin off my back like they'd probably be like who is Maddie like that but is, like, the do they get that no they don't get a notification so what okay. I did was like I just went through and for people where I'm like I don't know why we're following each other like I unfollowed them And then not all of them were even following me back or they had gone through at some point in the past 10 years since whenever college was, um, and removed me and you just click like remove as follower and they don't get a notification or anything. If they go to your profile, it'll show that they're not following you.
1: And then they have to request to follow again. You can either accept it or deny it. They don't get a
0: notification.
1: Yeah. Okay. I see. Because I mean, that's the thing too. I, I agree with you. There are people that again, you know, from when we lived in Connecticut over 20 years ago, um, it's so funny. One of them recently posted that they're like, you know, selling their house and they're moving somewhere else for retirement. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like, wow, I can't believe they're selling that house. I remember that house. So there's some of that. Like, it's not bad. No, it doesn't I'm matter not saying if we save that. Remove all of these people. Right. But I'm saying
0: it's also like, you know, you know, it's like people will like get so caught up. It's like if you're like in a relationship with someone and then you break right. up, it's like, That or like even worse, I feel like, especially like in college or whatever, where it's like maybe you were like talking to someone and then it's like it doesn't go anywhere. And then you're like, why am I still like getting all these people's life updates? Right. Like, and then it's kind of like, but then you don't like if enough time has passed, it's not like you want to be like 10 years later, like (laughs) Maddie removed you as a follower or whatever. Right. So it's like, at what point do you like sever ties if like something truly does go, like, you know, like you end a friendship or you end a relationship, like, do you just block people or because otherwise you're stuck, like not like re like ripping the bandaid off. But it's like if you have a yeah. friendship breakup and then it's like you're having to see all of their posts. It's just like weird like that. Well, is I mean, I- we
1: we should be as diligent about it. And, and I guess some people aren't diligent about it. It's probably another episode in here. You know, it's like your refrigerator. Clean out expired items. Don't keep moldy cheese in your fridge get yeah. rid of it and throw it out. You can always buy new cheese. You can buy the same exact cheese again, not the moldy cheese, but so it's not like it's like, you know, a permanent thing. I mean, it, it you can undo it if you want, but I think, you know, we've talked a little bit about Facebook and Instagram, but there's so many more platforms. I mean, there's some that have come and gone already. You mentioned, you know, Twitter, which I guess we now call X. I used to be on Twitter and I had quite a few followers because I was on there professionally As Mm -hmm. a teacher, and I was a teacher coach and a school principal. I don't use that professionally anymore. And honestly, everything going on with Twitter, I have absolutely no desire. It's been years since I have cared to even go on Twitter because I just find everything going on with it, just with the business side and politically Mm -hmm. and everything. I'm like, I I don't want to do it. Um, That's just me. But I mean, there's also what was the one before Instagram that had all the pictures like Viscos or something? Well there's Visco. I
0: think that's still around. I would use Visco as like my photo editing. Okay. So I think like you could use it to edit your photos and then you could like post that photo to your Visco, which I think like Meredith would do and like I guess you follow people on Visco. I don't know. I never really used that. I think the ones that like have come and gone like what there is the one before TikTok like when I was probably I think I was probably in college. I forget what it was called, but you would make, like, you had, like, 15 seconds, and you could make... Was it Be
1: Real? Or no, is that no, that's one now? New one. Oh, geez.
0: No, this one, I really... What was it called? And it was just, like, people would do, like... I would always show you guys, like, it was, like, the funny, like, ridiculous, like, spoof videos.
1: Was that before? Because then there was Snapchat. Do people use oh, yeah. Snapchat anymore? Okay.
0: Snapchat was, like, in... I would say when I was in high school, because because Instagram, I mean, I think Instagram came out in like 2012 or 2014, which was like end of my high school time. I did. I remember maybe downloading it sophomore, junior year. But at that point, it was like, for the first year or two, you were using it, you were posting like 10 times a day. It was like my, my coffee mug, my right, the, the rainbow in the sky, like whatever. It was not like deep stuff. Um, But Snapchat was like, yes, like when I was in middle school and high school, Snapchat was, like, probably people's number one one they would use, and at that point, it was still where you could see, like, who your best friends were, so I'd, like, it was, like, streaks and stuff, like, yeah, so it'd be, like, oh, my god, like, Katie is Maddie's best friend, like, oh, like, or, like, you'd be, like, I have to get this person off my best friends, like, Snapchat me a bunch, like, whatever, Um, but no, I deleted Snapchat probably, like, a year, like, maybe six months ago,
1: I, I was only, I was only, years. yeah, I was only, I remember I got on Snapchat because you all were on Snapchat and I was like, okay, I need to be on it. And we did some, but th- well, my some only three were, like, friends, in yeah, my only three friends were my three daughters. Um, yeah. So Snapchat and then, well, before we go back to Instagram, because I do want to talk about Instagram a little bit more, there's of course, TikTok, I don't understand it i don't i i've like opened the app before i don't even get it i don't everyone's dancing i'm not sure what that means and then i see them posted to instagram again i'm confused about how that happens but people put the tiktok video on instagram so I was like oh i want to watch this but it's actually on tiktok but it's i mean it's like so popular i like
0: really haven't gotten into tiktok I mean, I've posted... I tried posting some videos for this podcast on before I kind of X'd out social media from our our marketing strategy for now because I just don't have time to do it. Because we don't have a marketing director or manager. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) if you'd like to be our marketing director, please please send us an email. Um, But I think it's just... I, I just don't have the mental capacity to handle another app. So it's like, yeah, I love Instagram Reels. So it's like, if I don't see it on Instagram Reels, like I'm just not seeing it. Like I can't go somewhere else to like see videos.
1: Right. Um, well, okay. Going back to Instagram again, I'm not some Instagram expert by any means. I know how to like scroll it. I can click on things. I'm starting to understand, like I know how to post something to my story, although I mess it up all the time. I can't figure out how to edit it or put the title or, but I'm still like kind of confused the difference between a real and a story. Like the stories are when
0: you see people's like profile picture up at the top, right? And you click on it. And it'd be like, like, Okay, so like Drew and I went out to dinner last night. Like I didn't post anything, but if I had, you would have clicked it and it would have been like a picture of Drew and it would have been like tagged with a location or whatever.
1: Yeah, but sometimes when you do that, it's like a whole video of the person talking and it's like transcribing what they're saying. Is that a reel or a story? No, Those are are people talking on their stories. Okay, then what's a reel?
0: A reel is when you go to the bottom and it's like home. There's like the plus to post something. Right. There's the video thing. And when you click the video, it starts like scrolling for you.
1: But then where did, does that go to your story or to your actual, like the little, all the little squares,
0: it would be posted on like their timeline. If you were following that person.
1: Okay. I don't, this is so complicated, but, but Why I do love to do that to us. Why do they like, just when they figure it out, they change it. And then I see all these people posting like the algorithm, like I'm not seeing things. And I'm like, I can, I just figured this part out. And now it's like, not the important thing. No,
0: I know. I, I love Reels, but I do, I'm like more and more cognizant that like I cannot like turn them off. You know what I mean? Like that is the whole point of it. Like they want you to stay on the app. They want you to be consuming the content, seeing the ads that people are paying for, like all of that. And so I think the video element to it is like very highly addicting, which is what I kind of worry about for like the younger kids, because it's like, Like this weekend, last weekend, we were out of town and like, we've had a really busy summer. And so this weekend we didn't have any, any plans. Like Drew has, he's doing a bunch of games, but like, I didn't have anything to do. And I was like, I'm so excited to just like relax and like not do anything. And then I kind of realized today, I was like, I've spent so much time just like mindlessly scrolling through Instagram. And it's not like there was anything I should be doing. Like I told myself, I just wanted to relax this weekend. I've been like watching the Kardashians and like scrolling through Instagram, but I'm like, why do I feel the need to do that? Like, why can I not mm-hmm. just relax without my phone? Like, right, right. Why do I constantly feel like I need to be like checking Instagram? And it's not like I'm like trying to like keep up with anyone or like there's something happening that I want to see. It's just like when I don't have anything to do, it's almost like mindless. Like I pick up my
1: phone and I just like yep. open Instagram and I just scroll. And and like that's the part where I'm like, and that's a problem. Yeah, that's a big problem. And that's where that's what worries me. And I've noticed, I mean, I am a fully grown mature adult. My brain Are you saying I'm not a fully grown mature adult? You your brain was still developing when social media was around. My Uh brain was already (laughs) developed. So that's what I'm saying. And I'm telling you something. Social media has made my attention span dramatically. Decrease and that bothers me. Like, I'll read a book now. I'll be like trying to read a book, and then like I get distracted and I want to like scroll my phone. It's like I can't even be reading a book for an extended period of time. So, I and that's for a brain that was developed already. So, I am like alarmingly concerned about younger kids. I mean, having been again school principal, teacher, you know, primarily I've done elementary, I've done middle school. I am absolutely terrified about what I see happening to kids and young adults through the influence of social media. And I don't, I mean, I. There, I'm, it's not about blaming, right? Listen, when I had three kids that were, you know, three kids in three years mm-hmm. and, you know, I it Chills. was crazy <laughs> and I was like trying to like get through the day, if I had had a device and people said, oh, you can entertain your kids with this device, you can have like five minutes apiece, I would have paid a million dollars for that device. And again, that's an iPad that, you know, I I think, I I think it goes back because we were
0: not like, I guess if we had been born 10 years earlier, you raising us would have looked even more different. But like when we would do long flights, this was when I was in like, Early elementary school, like we had DVD players. Like it was not like we had no technology. Like there okay, were like. But can I talk boys. to you about
1: right? Let me talk to you about the DVD player. That thing could play. No, it was exactly, a piece of shit. It would it, so would it could play one these... movie, and then there was no charge, and there was no way to charge. Well, it. that's what I'm saying. I'm that's
0: what I'm saying. I'm not saying technology is bad. I'm saying like the problem is with with Instagram, and there's this whole podcast on it that I someone at work recommended like two years ago that I listened to a couple episodes on. It's called um like rabbit hole or down the rabbit hole the problem with Instagram is like the longer you stay on the app the more it is trying to think of things that you want to see and so like I have kind of dabbled in the like holistic wellness space as like an interest of mine like you know like like I told I think we were talking last week I'm like trying to be gluten-free because we have all these autoimmune disorders like you know I'm trying to like when I have like just tmi like period cramps like i use a heating pad instead of like trying to take advil like all of this stuff not because i'm like i don't believe in western medicine like i just had an ultrasound and they wanted to do a mammogram last week and i was like please like let's just let's get all of the the tests um so it's not like i'm anti west or western medicine eastern medicine whatever we have in America. western Western. I'm a big fan of it. Like dad, the had open heart surgery, you guys take a whole pharmacy of medications every day to keep you alive. And I'm so about that. Um, but the problem with Instagram is I will ch- click on someone's account. It'll be like energy boosting smoothie recipe. And then it's like showing me other things. It's like, Oh, like homemade bread recipes, like, but then it like can quickly get into like, anti-vaxxers. And then it's uh-huh. like, people who are like, saying our water supply is contaminated and then like it's hard to like get that out of your algorithm and so today I was like kind of I'd kind of been scrolling for a few minutes like I was on reels and it was like funny reels or like you know the influencers I follow but then there was this whole thing about like this woman who was talking and it it kind of they like hook you in because it's someone talking so you want to listen and then she's basically getting to this whole like conspiracy theory about like the Maui fires and I was like, how did like this even come up on my like for you that they, they like someone uh-huh. planned it and like none of the rich people's houses were affected, which like maybe, but like that is how like fake news starts. Like maybe right. what that woman was saying was true. <laughs> who knows? I like kind of was like, as soon as I realized what she was talking about, I was like, this is some like really out of the box person. I don't know why they're on my feed. um, But there are people who like, they're either young, so they don't have the wherewithal to be like, this is not someone I would normally consume content from like I don't need to be listening to this person but it's also like that person could have been literally spewing like complete false information right and then it's like you have no idea there's no way to verify what they're saying and then it's like if you're someone who maybe you don't read traditional news and this is like how you get all of your information like that's how we get things like the insurrection and like all of this right. other stuff like not to get right. political but it's like, it's that is what scares me. And then it's like, we just had in New York the other week, there was that thing where some influencer gamer person posted. Yeah, they it. were
1: giving away a game or something. And it caused yeah. like a mob.
0: No, people got hurt. And I saw something similar also happened in London. Like that is what scares me is like, yeah, you know, I would say we're probably two pretty average normal people. We're well educated. We are plugged into, like, traditional media outlets, right. like, like, I don't think either of us are, like, extremes on either end, but if right. you're someone who kind of lingers on the outside, like, you see how it happens, that like, people yes. get sucked into these QAnon or whatever, like, theories, and it's, like, you know, people who, like, have, the, ha- have had their lives ruined because they believe in, like, lizard people or some shit, like, it's, like, it's not so far for a person to, like, get dragged into that.
1: Well, and I think you you bring up a really good point because I do agree whether you want to call Instagram as a valuable source of information or not, we could debate that. I'm not debating that. Some people consume content from Instagram and there is truthful content on Instagram. That's fine. That is a source of information. Mm-hmm. My concern becomes and I see this unfortunately I think sometimes especially in the political arena where social media is the only source of information people are using to make an informed decision. That can be about politics. That can be about health. That can be about anything else. I mean, and again, I I know this makes us sound really old, but, you know, we're really big in our household about having the actual paper newspaper um, (laughs) delivered and reading it. And we watch, you know, we watch news channels. Not, you know, we, we try to make sure we're not just exclusively hearing one, you know, version of the news. Um, but you know, I will have my today show on, um, (laughs) but in terms of evening news or other news. So, you know, we do every once in a while, we check out an alternative news channel, not our typical one. I'm not going to get into what it is, but I'll be like, I'm just kind of curious. What are they saying over there about this certain thing? But we have multiple sources, books, magazines, podcasts, Instagram. I get worried when people are making political Health, financial, life decisions based solely on social media because there is no way to verify it. And if you're not checking it, like it's a check and balance system, right? Just mm-hmm. like in our US government, it's like you've got to have other information in which you can kind of compare it to and go, does this sound right? Does this not sound right? And at least do some investigation. So I think that is a really, you know, big concern there. Also, I know I've been seeing commercials on TV lately that they're organizing some sort of um, campaign around keeping kids off of social media to a certain age. I know a lot of, you know, more celebrity people who obviously have built a lot of their career through social media are now starting to say they're going to keep their kids' faces off it. They're not going to let their own kids be on it until a certain age. And I really support that. I think, you know, obviously
0: I well I had my food blog which probably had about I don't know 1500 followers 2000 followers um so it's not like I was like you know one of those people who had a massive following or anything but I think even for my personal account which I probably like now that I've like removed some people like I probably only have like five or six hundred followers even like I think about like whenever we have kids like I probably like won't post their face on it like yeah, it just doesn't need to like, I like, I just don't think there needs to be this huge record of like, every moment of your child's life. Because Okay, I so let me let
1: me ask you what you know, some of those photos in our home, when you come home with your now husband, and you're like, I can't believe you're showing him those embarrassing photos of me. What if those were on Instagram for everyone to see for eternity? Well, I
0: think I think to some extent, everyone, even like when your photos from like, the 70s and 80s like some of them are funny like I don't think it's necessarily the photos that are an issue I think it's more so like whenever I think about when I was in like you know late elementary school middle school when you're just like in those years where like you're figuring things out you're a brat like you're you know you're getting mad at me about something I'm like getting mad at you and dad like all of those kind of like ugly moments that like everyone has with their parents at that age but like There are people I know, not that I know, but I follow and it's like they're influencers and whatever. And they talk about their kids and a lot of public detail where I'm like, if you had gone on your Instagram account, like after we had gotten in the tiff about me not wearing the short denim skirt to the school dance and like, oh, whatever it was like, I, I think about that now. And I'm like, I, that would be really hard as like a little kid to be, to know that your parents like so publicly talked and not so much like so publicly talked but it's like it's not like they wrote a memoir or they you know this is their their business and they're sharing their life experience but like they're just talking off the cuff like in the moment when it happens like in a split second just like a reaction like that I'm like that doesn't feel good like I don't think those kids are gonna grow up to like feel comfortable like you know having their emotions displayed like that like even like the little kids like the seven-year-olds and it's like they're they're like screaming, crying. Like I just like don't think like yeah they're gonna grow up and like appreciate that that was like shared with the world.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree. I think I mean there's way too much you know TMI. But I had a funny thing happen because as we talked about in this podcast, um, you know your dad and I took this you know big anniversary trip to Europe. Mm-hmm. It was a really big trip for us. Um, it took a lot of great pictures, and I never once posted on social media. And I remember one time when I was over there, I said to your father, who, by the way, is like not on social media, he's like <laughs> doesn't. He believes it's the downfall of society. We'll have him on sometime, and maybe he'll tell us about that. But I, I don't necessarily disagree with him. But he, I said to him, I said, you know, I don't know. Maybe I should should I post this on social media, whatever. And then I looked at him, I said, everybody I care about and I want them to know that I'm over here on this special trip already knows. I texted them the picture. So I don't need to post it. But then I actually was out to lunch with a friend who I hadn't seen in a long time. Um, And this is like a month ago. And I mentioned something. I said, oh, we went to Europe. She goes, oh, my God, I had no idea. You didn't even post anything about it. And I kind of laughed. And I said, but it still happened. I still took the trip. Right, so I think you know it, it's that fine line between wanting to share special things or share big events, but also sometimes not really wanting to. Not everyone needs to know about it, it was special, and my kids know it was a special trip, and yeah, you know, people that I know. So um, same thing, you know. We're as we've talked about before. I'm in the middle of this, you know, two month long road trip. We've had a lot of big things happen in our life. We're on this like sabbatical time period, which I, I think will be winding down. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, but I don't need to be. Hosting every single day, like here's what we're doing, and here's where we went and here's how we ate. I mean, a lot of it's been great. Some of it's you know, not been great, but I just think sometimes it's okay to just keep that close to the vest with the people you really care about.
0: No, I think that's very true. And I'm starting to get more in that phase. And I think some of it is too like we have a very close family. We have a group text that like we text in multiple times a day. That thing is
1: intense. That's intense.
0: Like I take a photo. my breakfast and I'm like look at my yummy breakfast I just made so it's like and or I'll text drew the photo or like if something reminds me of a friend or something like I'll send it to them or like I'll just like personally like send it to them on Instagram or I'll text them or whatever it is but I think like like I got married last year and I went on like my bachelorette party and our honeymoon and I think I was posting things like story like on my stories like i probably posted a picture of, of like hawaii and when we were there but like i didn't do like big like recap posts like i know people like they cannot do something in their life like go on a trip go to an event or something and not have like a 37 photo right. post on instagram about right. it with like a huge caption detailing it like i think i'm just getting away from that yeah and like i think it's kind of what you're like i've realized in this stage of life i'm in now like I'm getting to be my late 20s. Like I'm married. Like my circle is like getting to be smaller, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think you kind of figure out like who your, you know, real friends are. And like, I do like, and I've just had dinner with um two of my friends that I've been friends with like for a few years. And we were talking, I was walking from the subway with one of them and he was joking, like, he's like, I'm so glad that like, you guys are like low maintenance friends. And I was like, no, like I like, I don't feel the need to like, talk to my friends like every day even every week. like I'm just not someone like I, I value more like you know knowing that like when like we can kind of go through life and like you know it might be a few weeks in between talking or seeing each other but like that's okay and I was like no like I'm totally low maintenance like I like I don't need to like get dinner with you guys once a week every week to feel like we're friends um and so I think it's more so like kind of adopting that policy in social media is like if I have a big announcement or something, like the P pe- like I will tell the people who care enough to know. You right. know, like and I I like and I know like a lot of people get a lot of validation from social media. And like I've definitely been there where it's like the number of likes on your photo matters. And you're like, oh my God, I so many less people liked this. Like, what does that mean? Like, and that's what I worry about, like the like you know, middle schoolers and high schoolers. Yeah. Cause like I was there and it's like, it's different than it was, but it was very much like, how many followers do you have? How many likes do you get on your photo? And now that like, there's this whole like video element and it's a lot of like, you know, getting attention and all of that. Like, I just worry about
1: like what it will spiral into. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing too is with the prevalence of, you know, just the internet and all of our access electronically to things, if somebody goes on a trip somewhere or they go out to eat and they see something that I can easily just find on the web, like I don't need, like if I was to, you know, say go to I, I like a museum on my trip, on, on this road trip, I don't need to take pictures of every painting in the museum and put them on Instagram you can go look up those pictures yourself if you want to see them. I like to see if I am going to see something on Instagram, I'd rather be something kind of personal, right? Like, oh, okay. They had this unique experience, but don't, I don't, I mean, if I could just go Google it and, you know, see what the playhouse looks like, um, then I don't, I don't also need it repeated. Um, but no, I, again, I think there's value. It's one of those things. There's value. However, I will say multiple times I have told myself I should just delete my social media. I'm not talking about taking it off my phone. I'm talking about legitimately just delete it. Why do I need it? And I've never been able to do it.
0: No, it's because it's so ingrained. And it's also like, I like, there are people I I do want to keep up with on social media. There may be not friends that I'm, you know, interacting with, like, but whenever they post an update, I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. Or like, that's, I'm so yeah. happy for them. Cause it's like, you know, it's like at one point they were a big part of my life. Maybe they're not as much now. Um, but I think it is cool that you still get to like keep in touch, whereas like probably 30 years ago, it's just like wonder what happened to Stacy, like never heard Oh, from completely. Her I mean, and completely. It's, it's like I mean... it is kind of nice that you get to like what like keep in touch with people that way. You're not like I think we use keep in touch too liberally, like. We're not no. like, we're not talking to these people. I guess it's right. Stay up
1: to date with what they're doing. Yeah. Um, Keep informed about what's going on in their life. Yeah. And there are periods. I mean, I've re-engaged with people after many, many years. like yeah, Some totally. high school friends through social media that I haven't that talked to in, you know, 20, 25 years. So Yes, there, there are positives. I think the boundaries are really important. Um, you know, and as we wrap this up, I mean, I guess my hope is what I will share is I do think there needs to be some real controls around social media. It, the companies make it addictive. They know what they're doing. They're Mm -hmm. not stupid. They're very smart. They're very successful. They make a lot of money. And they need to have some some regulations around it. And I think we really do need to figure out how to support parents, families, caregivers, and schools. We could have a whole nother podcast about how I believe we have way too much technology in schools um, at the expense of learning some of the soft skills that people need. But I think we've got to have more regulations around it. we've got to be able to help parents in terms of setting boundaries with their own kids because I understand it's difficult when you're in the in the thick of parenting, you know, you're, you need a lifeline and these social media companies are very happy to offer it to you.
0: Yeah. Well, luckily, I mean, I'm so far away from having a kid old enough to know how to use an iPhone or an iPad. <laughs> so I can't really speak to that. I mean, we'll, I will be getting there at some point. Yes. um, But luckily, you know, babies when they come out don't can't be absorbing social media right away so plenty
1: of time to play. I mean at least not for the first six weeks but listen it's getting younger and younger
0: um but no I think you're right I think you know I don't again like most episodes I think we just provided people with food for thought We did not come to anything. Maybe it
1: was junk food. I mean, I hope it was like some kind of mid-level food, but um, no. I mean, I I think we're working through these issues like everybody else. I hope that's what people take away. But, um, but interestingly enough, about social media, don't reach out to us on social media for the money, mom, because we can't get our act together to even post things to it we will maybe at some point so we're
0: we're helping the cause one less instagram account at a time you don't have to worry about our content being addicting on instagram because we're not you're
1: actually we're actually asking you not to follow us there because there's nothing there um
0: yeah well this was this was real as always um i know always good maddie
1: just promise me i won't find out i'm going to be a grandmother through social media (laughs) Yeah, you'll have to like, like my Instagram post to, to find figure it out. But um,
0: this will come out Wednesday. This week, we're also releasing our book club for August. So we read Happy Place by Emily Henry. We'll be doing a little book club episode about it. Um, so if you have read it or you're thinking about reading it, um, well, actually, if you're thinking about reading it, don't listen in because it's totally spoiler alert. <laughs> See, um, we're like
1: the only people on our podcast who are like, don't follow us <laughs> Don't, Don't listen, listen to episodes. It's a new thing. It's like reverse psychology. Maybe we're asking people not to do things. This,
0: yeah, it's a secret podcast. Um, it's, it's so secret. I can't even find it sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this was so real. We'll be back next week with another silly fun topic to discuss. <laughs>
1: All right. Talk to you later, Maddie. Bye, mom. Bye.